Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Members of Congress demand an end to the military shot mandate. This is Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom to talk about this issue is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I must say, I know that the Congress sent a letter to Austin back in December, and he totally ignored it. But this has been overdue. Congress has to continue to put pressure on him and the DOD. They need to speak up. So now we have 47 members of the United States House that sent a letter to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin demanding that the Department of Defense immediately revoke the COVID-19 shot mandate and reinstate those service members who have already been discharged. I'm glad to see them speaking out. I don't think Austin's going to respond because he hasn't responded to anything else. The only thing he responds to is a court injunction, and then we have to make sure that they stay in line with it. Uh, we're working to end the shop mandates for all the service members, but there has been an abuse. Back in August 24, 2021, that's the date that the Department of Defense unlawfully administered this mandate uh, and forced or tried to force all of the members of the service branches to get this COVID shot. Now, at the time, there was only available emergency use authorization products. And from then until months and months and months and months thereafter, there had been no fully approved FDA product. And they continued to push this mm -hmm. EUA. And the EUA, emergency use authorization, by its nature, cannot be forced on anyone, whether you're a service member or otherwise. You have the absolute right to choose to accept or reject any EUA product. And that includes testing, the nasal swabs. Those are, most of those are EUA as well. You have an absolute right to be able to refuse but Matt, any they've EUA tried to, product. They've tried to trick the military, well, they have tricked the military members in telling them this is FDA approved and you've got to do it. Yeah, they've tried to make it sound like it's FDA approved. They've even switched the labels and they mm -hmm. imported things from a foreign country, which you cannot do. Uh, we know for a, a fact that the FDA has not done quality assurance inspections of the locations in the United States. And therefore, even on those vials, EUA or otherwise, whatever, they're not inspecting these facilities in the United States. And therefore, that's why you have what's called hot lots. And that means certain lots that are causing greater injury than others. For example, the mRNA products have to be done at a certain temperature and maintained there, and they have to be used within a certain time frame. If there's no quality assurance inspection, then if you have a degraded mRNA, we don't know exactly the consequences of that, but some of the hot lots may well be because some of those are more of the purer, quote, mRNA versions and are causing serious injuries and even deaths. The FDA should have been involved in inspecting those, but they're not. There's no quality assurance. 
And there's clearly no quality assurance in bringing something in from a foreign country. And that's what the federal government did, the Department of Defense. They brought in some of these vials from a foreign country, from France. They put new labels on them. The lot numbers were still the EUA products. And most recently, that's when they tried to pawn them off as FDA-approved products. Well, they're not FDA-approved products. They're still emergency use authorization. They come from a foreign country, which is not permissible because we have no, zero quality control there. We're supposed to have quality control in the United States. We have zero administration of quality control. But for months and months and months, until they recently tried to pull out these vials that they relabeled from France, there was clearly no uh, FDA-approved product. Clearly no. No debate on that. They tried to say that there was, but there wasn't any. In fact, Pfizer and Moderna both said they did not plan to make a fully approved product. They were still going to use their emergency use authorization product. Right, because it takes the liability off their shoulders. Right. So beyond the fact that the Department of Defense under Biden and Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, were lying and have been lying over the emergency use authorization versus fully approved FDA, and that's pretty clear. What also has happened is as a result of this mandate, there's many people who have been injured because they've been forced against their will to get this COVID shot. Some of the military service members have died. Mm -hmm. Lots of miscarriages have occurred among these women who are pregnant. And also the military recruitment has plummeted. They use the military as guinea pigs, bottom line. You know, at the end of the fiscal year, the Army has only met 52% of its fiscal year 2022 recruiting goal. How in the world will it recruit another 75,000 troops that its annual target is designed to ultimately do? And you think that Lloyd Austin would be concerned about that, that they're you know, not recruiting the members they need for the military, but he's more concerned in pushing these jabs into the service members. Well, because a lot of these service members, some of them, the service members that are zero to six years, they're not entitled to what's called a board of inquiry, so they get less due process and administrative process. And so when we started filing these injunctions and started winning on some of these injunctions, these military members were immediately, they were the first target for them to force out. They wanted to force them out because they don't have any administrative due process like the others. So many of those service members in zero to six year timeframes are gone. Some of them still survived in time for us to get the uh, injunctions in place, but many of them are gone. So what they've done is they've wiped out the people that had zero brand new enlistees up to six years. They've tried to wipe them out as fast as they can before the injunctions hit. Some of the zero to six people are still in the military, and now the injunctions are protecting them. Then what they've done is they put a lot of pressure on others who have been discharged. Some of those individuals did not submit a religious exemption or a medical exemption. They just felt it was unjust and unlawful. Those people have been discharged. Those that have submitted a religious exemption are still there 
and they're now protected in at least four of the six branches by class-wide injunctions. But then what happens is these individuals who are your best recruiters, people who have been in the military for 10, 15, 20, 25 years or more, they have a whole community that they connect with. Right. And they have always uh, encouraged people to join the military. Like, for example, uh, one of our friends that we both know, Holly, 39 years in the United States military. Now, his family, going back in history, they've all been service members. Right. Now his son wants to join the military as well. He said, no, now now's not the time to he tells do that, his son, son, no, it's mm -hmm. not the time, son. I mean, imagine that. This is a 39-year veteran. He would have been a 40-year veteran, but for the fact that he got injured by the Moderna shot. And he started speaking out against these shots. And yeah. the generals were not happy about that. No. So. so he realizes the environment that this mandate has created. We have another one that is uh, about 25-year veteran, a flight surgeon. And she always said that she... Re she encouraged people to go into the military, particularly the Army, and that's the branch she's in. And she joined the Army, ROTC, at age 16 and joined the Army itself at age 17. And she's been in the Army ever since. And these people are at their highest physical capacity. Recently, uh, I think it was an Army lieutenant colonel, just suddenly died, and he had previously won fitness competitions, yeah. fitness competitions, and then one he just passed out and died. Well, that's what, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long tells us, too, that she sees because she sees these individuals and she has been a whistleblower mm -hmm. giving information to Senator Ron Johnson and other members of Congress about the harm that these shots are causing. So you have people who are dying. You have people who are injured. You have pilots who can no longer fly. They're grounded because of these shots. You've got the zero to six people that they tried to push out. You've got those that didn't give a religious exemption or medical exemption. They're gone. You've got the others that are being abused. And so when they're asked by others, should I come into the military, they're saying no. That's why the military is well below these recruitment goals. These mandates must stop. We're fighting very hard every day to protect and defend those defenders of freedom. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.